Hey everyone, welcome to Ask Nutrition is Deepa's podcast episode. And today, what we are going to explore on, on, on this episode is how the collaboration between the community garden helps reduce the, uh, the food insecurity by working with the food pantry and by providing access to healthy fresh fruits and vegetables. And to explore that topic, I have the two masters in that space. One is Diane Renner, who is the executive director of Murray Wilkinson's Food Pantry in Aurora, Illinois. And Rob, I call him our master gardener, but this is Rob Vaughan, um, <laughs> who has been uh, handling the, 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 the garden. And uh, I welcome both of you and thank you for your time. Hi, Deepa, it's glad to be here. And, and I, Rob is with Charity Blooms. He started oh, Charity Blooms. I'm sorry. Yes, Rob is a founder of Charity Blooms. Mm -hmm. In my mind, that master gardener is stuck so so badly <laughs> that I cannot associate Rob with anything else, including his own organization, Charity Blooms, that he started. So, um, so Diane, I'm going to start with you. Please tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and why you do it. Oh, okay. Well, sure. Thank you, Deepa, for having us today. And um, like Deepa said, my name is Diane Renner, and I'm the executive director of the Marie Wilkins Food Pantry. Been here for 11 years now. Can't believe it's been that long. It flies by very, very fast. Um, we have two pantries in Aurora, one on the east side and one on the west side. And our pantry is open to um, anyone, even outside of Aurora. We do not turn anyone away. Um, we have grown tremendously since the, I first started here. And in 2014, our aldermen came to us and asked us to start a community garden, which I knew nothing about at all and really didn't want to learn too much about it. So <laughs> I, um, I uh, partnered with Rebuilding Together Aurora, who got garden architects and developers and volunteers to um take this wonderful space that is really City of Aurora space that we rent from them for a dollar a year. And Rebuilding Together took the plan of making the grass open space into a community garden. Amazing. So you started that in 2014 yes. and then you, you met Rob? We did. We met in 2018. And I don't know how we even operated for four years without him. Rob has been a real godsend to our pantry and to our garden and to our gardeners and to our guests who come yes. here and, and get to experience and have all of the wonderful produce that continues to grow each year to um, distribute to our pantries. And Rob, you wanna tell them how we met? Yes. Of course, we uh, like she said, we met back in 2018, and um, my organization, uh, Charity Blooms, and the food pan and Diane uh, from the food pantry had both received uh, grant funding from the Kiwanis in Aurora, and uh, we were invited to a grant recipients luncheon, and we each spoke about our organization and kind of what we do um, at that event. And afterwards, um, we we said, you know, we really really need to talk, um, and I she had mentioned that she had a property that. Uh, needed some help, and we were looking for new opportunities and more land. So I uh, immediately after came to the food pantry, and we talked for 
a couple hours and it was probably February, I believe. And the property was, um, let's say in ruins to be nice. And uh, <laughs> Thank you, Rob. <laughs> it was February, so it's not your fault. I know, I know. no, it was in ruins. Pretty bad. And uh, it was it was almost all grass. Um, it was not maintained. Um, I mean, we all have a common uh, issue with you know trying to find volunteers and to manage programs like this, but um, it's something that we specialize in and something that Diane um, definitely needed some help with. So um, we we bonded immediately, and um, she gives me free reign over what to do here at the farm, and I don't interfere with the food pantry. And together, uh, we provide a massive amount of fresh food to the community. So it's, it's amazing. amazing. And by the way, uh, those of you who are watching, Rob is sitting in that garden right now. Mm -hmm. And as you can see, oh my God, this is amazing. Those um, are potatoes. That's right. Those are the potatoes. <laughs> yes, of <laughs> course. <laughs> and we have tons and tons of uh, Swiss chard growing. And I do my due diligence. And every few days, I would pick like five, six stocks and I, <laughs> I use it. But the, the, uh, the rate at which the Swiss chard is growing, we need some Swiss chard enthusiasts to come and, and pick it up. So uh, this, is, this is right here. Um, you can see the power of collaboration. And Rob, can you just tell us how much produce you have produced uh, since you joined the garden? And uh, then Diane, you tell us what you guys do with the produce. You know, that, that's a great question. And we, you know, depending on the year, it, it's been a, a wild four years and we all know what we've been through. And, uh, you know, the very first year we were here, we had to sort of build from nothing. And um, we, uh, we've gotten pretty good at it. Not a whole lot of us have any experience in agriculture or farming. So mm -hmm. we've had to learn a lot. But in uh, with three and a half years now, we've produced and donated a little over 8,000 pounds of produce uh, wow. for the food pantry. And that, to be clear, I mean, that is literally from the dirt to the food pantry. There's nothing in between. Um, Diane gives me keys to the food pantry to make her life easier. And uh, I, uh, I literally put it in a wheelbarrow and I stick it right in the cooler for them and it goes out the next day. So it is as close to, you know, farm direct as you could possibly get. And um, I'm extremely excited to say that as of today, I have a team of harvesters coming out and we're gonna reach a milestone of 3000 pounds for this year alone uh, for the food pantry. So. Um, it's yeah. really, really amazing. And like I said, we're, we're probably about 500 pounds already ahead of last year. Um, so every year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I would bet we're going to finish off this year somewhere between 3,500 and 4,000 pounds. So um, yeah. what we're doing here is making just an unbelievable impact on the community and, and really what it means to be working with a food pantry. Because, you know, sometimes the, the people shopping there are the ones that need it the most. And we're really, really, really glad to be uh, helping that process. Absolutely. That is just amazing. So then Diane, he, he the, by the way, viewers or listeners, the, the community garden is exactly opposite of the food pantry. That makes, that makes this collaboration even more mm -hmm. merrier because there's literally no car involved, no gas involved. So it's a very sustainable, it's very green solution. Everything that you can ideally look for yeah, in the community and, and uh, food, uh, you know, the social cause of assisting with food insecurity and access to fresh food. So, okay, Diane, you get mm -hmm. all these tomatoes and squashes and uh, herbs and potatoes and lettuces. What do you do with it? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say that when you think of garden, you think of 
tomatoes, green peppers, lettuce, onions, but this is really an urban farm. And yes. I, I had to get over that concept too of garden to urban farm because it really is a, a true yeah. farm. And it's not just tomatoes and cucumbers and zucchini. And um, it's, it, I mean, it includes beets and leeks and onions and carrots and not to not let's not forget garlic. those watermelons oh, well i haven't seen those <laughs> yes i saw one today there are the watermelons growing and then rob you might want to tell us what is happening next door uh to the pantry i mean uh, to the this plot so diane okay sorry go on yeah that's okay and I mean, even sunflower seeds. I mean, this is truly a farm and I don't believe there's anything that's edible that isn't being grown in that garden down to edible flowers. Yes. So, you know, it's always a nice surprise to see what he has harvested or what the, the mm -hmm. farm has we harvested um, in the evening and it comes over to the pantry and a lot of times it's been washed and cleaned and weighed and and just ready for us to start sharing it with our guests that come and our guests are always thrilled with um, every single item that's coming into our pantry. Yeah and now and, Rob and is walking into the greenhouse. The greenhouse. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which um, you know most what Rob, how much of this has been grown from seed? Oh man, this year we planted approximately, well, we had approximately 8,000 seedlings um, started in that little greenhouse. Yes. So we've learned to be incredibly efficient. And I mean, keeping in mind, we have no utilities on this property. Um, when we first started this project, there were five houses on this property alone. So um, they strip back all the electrical, the water, everything. So we're working off water tanks uh, which are um, up here behind me. Um, yeah. We're working off solar power, which is up on our barn. Um, all this, you know, kind of plays into the the bare, bare necessities needed for what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, of, of those, probably about four to 5,000 went into the ground. I mean, it was an amazing accomplishment for the volunteers here to plant that many seeds and keep them uh, alive in that greenhouse. Mm -hmm. That's 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 perfect and uh, the other thing about uh, you know uh, that since i met rob which was just last year or i don't know maybe it's two years who is yeah. I, I i can't seem to keep track of time and and uh, diane i know her for a while now but i noticed that we have we started some exotic herbs which and some some of uh, some of the plants like moringa which i have never seen grown in cold weathers uh, and Rob has been successful in, in growing those, those unique plants, which of course helps us increase the diversity of the plants and soil and, and uh, everything, not to mention the composting that happens. Right, right. And we're expanding our composting. Yes. Rob had done some research and found uh, a couple of different companies that we've talked to at length about their products. And we have purchased a commercial composter that is going to be used both from the garden waste and any waste that we have from our other resources so that we're not throwing um, food away. Also, of course, it's food that we would not want to consume. It's either been broke or it's, um, 
badly bruised or something. And we have purchased a um, commercial composter that's supposed to be arriving, gosh, I think September, October. And um, we're really thrilled about that um, because within 24 hours, we could have fresh compost that will then be transported via wheelbarrow back into the garden. Wow. So this is all coming to a real, a full circle. Um, and Rob, you just showed us just one part of the treasure. We know there are two other lots hiding behind you. Uh, our fruit orchard. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, of course. We um, so we have an amazing relationship with uh, Mike Savelle, the alderman here, who started this project. It was sort of his brainchild, um, and uh, he had another property in mind after he had seen what we were doing with this one, which happens to be two houses down. Um, and to backtrack just for a minute in time here, uh, when I had gotten here in 2018, this really was a community garden um, by definition in that we had private renters who were gardening here as well. So I managed half the property, which we farmed for the food pantry. The other half was privately rented by the community. Um, the whole property here is about a half acre. So um, perhaps out of ambition or stupidity, I'm not sure, uh, we decided to increase our project here to another quarter acre, which was two houses away. And uh, our private renters, our community gardeners, now have their own property. Um, so that property is gated and locked uh, where they can come and go as they please. And now this half acre is entirely farmed for the food pantry. Um, that other property also houses our new orchard, as you spoke, which is 20 fruit trees. Um, it was something that we had uh, purposely not included in our, pro in our uh, plan for this property. Um, specifically because we work with a lot of young children and adults, adults with disabilities. So um, bees always come with fruit and we always felt that they were a liability and didn't want to bring that to this very, very safe uh, property. So uh, we decided to include that, what we call orchard over on that other property uh, being in close proximity, but uh, you know, within a safe distance. So next year already, uh, the food pantry is going to start to receive fresh fruit in addition to all of the uh, vegetables that we bring out of this other property. That is, that is just amazing. And uh, the, the one thing I want to then ask both of you is how can a person like me, a regular individual, can, can help the social cause and do, do my due diligence in contributing back to the, to the community? Because I have been you know, uh, working with you guys and the amount of pleasure and the happiness and gratitude and uh, the grounding that happens on a personal level is, is something, it's, it's an experience in itself, you know? And I just want to share that with others as to how can other people help you guys? Dai, I guess you I'll go first. first. Um, so yeah. it, it's a great question and, you know, it depends on the time of year. Um, out here at the farm, we run pretty much, I'd say February through October. Um, this time of year, we desperately need harvesters. Um, I could show you probably 50 pounds of vegetables that are rotting in the dirt right now because we don't have the volunteers to help us. Um, we've had roughly 250 volunteers so far this year, which is an astounding number of people, uh, many of which are skilled, most of which are not. Um, many of us don't know what we're doing. We don't have a clue. Uh, but uh, you know, anyone with any, any ability or any skill whatsoever is welcome to come out. Uh, we welcome anyone, all ages, abilities. I mean, it, there's always something to do, whether it's weeding or harvesting. I mean, 
this is all for the community. We want everyone to be involved and everyone to take part in what we do. Um, for my group, uh, we just asked people to go to charityblooms.org, which is my website. Uh, there's a volunteer page on there that would tell you everything you need to know about helping out. Um, we have a schedule posted of when we're out here. So the newer volunteers can pair up with someone uh, knowledgeable that has an idea of how we work and where things are. After that, we just allow our volunteers to come and go as they please. We give them the gate code and you know, some like to come in the morning to harvest, some like to come in the evening to weed, um, but we just say, come and help. Anything you, uh, any, you know, any amount of time you can bring and help out is, is super important. And maybe it's one less, you know, plant that's rotting. It's just, we need all the help we can get. Absolutely. Bob does have an amazing website that he manages himself as well. And Thank if you. you want to learn more about what he does, he's got a beautiful blog page and you can get carried away looking at all of the history of his blogging that he does on that. And it really is an amazing site. There, right. It is quite a story. I appreciate that. Thank you, Diane. But mm -hmm. the, uh, the blog she's referring to goes back to the very first, uh, I think the very first time we were out here, uh, mm -hmm. the original pictures of uh, what we started with. And it, it's sort of a chronological uh, story of everything we've done out here. Most of the groups we've had out here, you know, it, it's really, really fun to watch and, and see back in time as to how we got to the point we're at now. Mm -hmm. And that's really the only way that you can go and learn about him. He does not have a Facebook page, but if you go to charityblooms.org, uh, it's just full of wonderful information, including his Monarch Butterfly Station Butterflies. that... Uh, He's been able to um, harvest how many butterflies this year, Rob? So we we did we do have a monarch breeding program here, and uh, <laughs> this is the first year that we have uh, reared and released monarch butterflies for their vacation to Mexico for the winter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Actually, this past Saturday we tagged and released four of them. I believe it or not, have three of them here with me tonight, which are about to be released with the new harvesting group. Yeah. And uh, we uh, another fun part of the website is we have their tracking information on my website now uh, on the Monarch web on the Monarch page. So you can actually look and see if any of them made it to Mexico. Just one more thing I don't have time for, let me tell you. <laughs> and, and one other thing, Rob said that um, harvest, you know, things are going into the dirt and rotting. But that's really not rotting either because we are composting, composting. all of that. And, and that's what's yeah. going to happen with the fruit trees too next year. Anything that's on the bottom, on the ground, that's been bruised and not edible will go into the compost. Absolutely. I mean, there's just so much to learn. Uh, starting, starting from the, the, you open the gate and walk in and just the variety of vegetable, I mean, variety of plants and, and even the air smells and feels so different, even though it is just right off the street. As you go, as you walk inside the, the property, the, you can just feel the stress and it just starts to melt away. And I think by, by involving ourselves in, in initiatives like that has, has a function which goes beyond just materialistic things. You know, it just calms you down, balances your hormones. And uh, that's what it is all about. And not to mention you end up meeting like-minded people. So mm -hmm. more gets done, you mm -hmm. know, and- well, that, uh, is, that is so true, Deepa. I mean, on any given night, you have no idea who you're going to meet out here. Exactly. There have been days where I've been, you know, up to my knees in weeds or harvesting, and all of a sudden there's people wandering through the property, yes. and uh, we may not know who they are, but they're here to help. 
and uh, we do dinners out here at the amazing kitchen that we put up. Um, right. It is a very social space. It is meant to be a community gathering place. You find new friends out here. You learn new things out here. Maybe yeah. you didn't know how to grow tomatoes. Maybe well, I'll teach you. Maybe you'll teach us something. Um, but you know, the the whole environment out here is really about, um, like you said, meeting like-minded people, learning from each other, growing from each other. And uh, we really encourage everyone to come out and just experience what it's like out here because you know, from the street, you'd have no idea what it's like yeah. in here. Until you walk through the gate, it is, uh, it's really something special. Yeah, it really, really is like walking into paradise. All of a sudden yes. you do see butterflies, not just monarch, all kinds of butterflies. Yeah. And you see, you're kind of thrilled to see everything that's growing. And then you hear the birds. I mean, it is just and the chickens. So, <laughs> the chickens. Yeah, and the chickens. It's just such a, a beautiful, different atmosphere over there. I know. And then when we have our dinners, you know, the fundraising dinners and everything, that's that's the ultimate. Mm -hmm. uh, on the perfect day, weather is good, food is all uh, made from the produce that has been grown in the garden. I mean, mm -hmm. how how lucky we are that in the middle of this uh, urban sprawl, we have access to a, a urban farm slash community garden, right. whatever we want to call it. And I'm so grateful that somehow, now, I don't know how our paths crossed, but they crossed yes. and that, that was one of the best thing that happened to me. And I hope our listeners get this opportunity and uh, please volunteer. And you know, you don't have to volunteer just to do the garden work or the, uh, you know, if you have IT experience, if you have marketing experience, if you have oh. uh, cooking experience, if you have nutrition related experience, there's so every skill can come in handy. Uh, when you are in a in a situation or when you are in 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 uh, touch with people like Diane and Rob and uh, on that note I want to thank both of you and you. and I will uh, see you guys soon and Rob thanks again for everything that you do you thank thank you if I could thanks. I have one more thing I'd like to mention yes, please. Um, this is uh, we have a big event coming up on October 23rd it's a Saturday before Halloween um, okay. Charity Blues was able to acquire enough funding to donate 500 pumpkins to the kids in Aurora. So um, come to go to charityblooms.org um, and you can register for early entry in the best selection. Uh, but we're having a little bit of a fall fest. So we're going to have face painting. We've got popcorn and donuts and it's going to be completely free for the community. Um, but uh, 500 pumpkins to donate is really something amazing that, you know, just one other example of the uh, the impact we're having on our uh, community over here so please please go register and uh, come out and have fun with us that's that's Jeepa, right i also wanted to thank you for meeting with rob and i earlier this year and we were drafting out the healthy you healthy university and unfortunately we didn't get it all done this year but we certainly will um target that for 2022 Absolutely. And we'll be working on that early and we will, we will make sure we will we work on that. that early and hopefully COVID will be yeah. behind our, uh, you know, in the past. And I mean, there's so much we can do. We are planning and uh, like even for the October, uh, the, the pumpkin event, I have mm -hmm. promised uh, Rob that I'm going to show him what to do with the pumpkin from you know from with the skin the the inside of the pumpkin the seeds everything so i still have that on my calendar i'm looking forward to coming down to the uh, to the farm kitchen and 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 working with pumpkins so right. thank you <laughs> so, so so much for uh, piloting us today 
we're, no we're flattered, I promise. This was this was a long over. First of many. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Okay, See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.